0: Everybody, you know that song. It is a Vodka Red Bull Friday, powered by Scotty's handcrafted vodka. Scotty's Vodka is Maryland-made, amazingly smooth, and loved throughout the DMV. We love you, Scotty. Saw Scotty at the Terps game. He was eating Lito's pizza. Love some Lito's. Problem with Lito's, dude, is because of those little squares. You get it, and next thing you know, you've had, like, nine slices of Litos. Yeah. You just hammer them. Yeah, yeah. They're so Nine good. squares. Yeah, nine squares. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Uh, we're going to be joined by PFT Commenter in just a moment here. I, I, It's an interesting time in Commander's fans' lives because you have and, – and this was happening yesterday, and I appreciate Jason Wright um, for talking with us yesterday. I'll try to track down that audio landfill. We could play it a little later. Um, God, my voice does sound bad.
2: I, uh, 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 Greg says uh, it's not even 10.30. And you already lost your voice.
0: I, I, I think this is just my voice now. Maybe I need to go to the doctor or something. I,
2: I, no, 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 keep it, man.
0: Maybe Cisco, if you're listening, I need help. Even though you're a gallbladder surgeon, you're, you're, you're my doctor of record. Um, B, if you're a Commanders fan, what are you more excited, interested, focused upon the excitement of Eric Bieniemy and his track record and everything he's accomplished and how he plans and intends to handle things in Washington? Or does the intrigue surrounding the possible sale of the franchise have you more locked in?
2: For me, uh, I'm more focused on what's on the field because, you know what, you could sell the football team to another person and you could have the same mediocrity On the field, I think uh, the sale is something that everyone has been waiting for, but I also want—I want to see the major change on the actual football field. I think because if that happens, it changes up a whole mindset rather quickly. Because let's say if a new owner comes in and everything stays like it was, how long before people start complaining about that person? True. So what's on the field? As Eric stated, I'm focused on my. Task at hand now. Eric Bieniemy's a ball. Coach. I'm not worrying about the head coaching stuff. That could be next year, year after next. Right now, I got to get this team ready. And I just saw a video, and I reposted it with him and Terry. People like Terry McLaurin, Jonathan Allen, they'll make everything easier for him. Right now, we're
0: going to get to the BetQL guest line. Sports bettings come to Maryland. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting betql.com. Time to talk to our guy, Mister PFT
3: commenter.
0: BFT, what's up, dude? How are you?
3: What's up, guys? How's it going? Uh, sorry I missed you all last week. Was out of the country, had to take a little, little sun break. I do about one of those every year, so um, I, uh, I'm i glad to be back on, and I missed you guys. I really did.
0: Dude, we missed you, Um, but got to listen to all your pods this week, and sounds like you had a great trip. I mean this seriously because I understand you've got the golf bug now. Next time you're down in town... Me, you, B-Mitch, maybe your boy Taylor, whoever you want can be our fourth. We'll get out and, and we'll play some good courses. We'll play some golf.
3: Okay, yeah, I'm in. I, I've, I'm i thinking about heading down there to check out a D.C. Defenders game, maybe in April, maybe after uh, after the Final Four. So if I do that, we'll we'll set something up for sure. Okay. And, yeah, I, I, I do have – I got the golf bug big time. It's important to set goals for yourself, right? Yeah. So I was talking to, to my buddy uh, Big T the other day. I asked him, you know, the old story, how do you – how do you eat an elephant? He said, one bite at a time. I said, you're damn right, Big T. So I need to break up this big elephant into small little bite-sized chunks. And here's how I'm going to attack it. First, okay, I know I've got a good backswing, right? So my backswing, <laughs> we've established that. My backswing, <laughs> it's the best backswing that you've ever seen. you got to start somewhere. And then, and then it all falls apart. So I, I'm, I'm starting from absolute scratch. My first goal is going to be double par, I want to break double par, right? So that's uh, 107. We're going to say like 144. Is is my math right on that one? Um, Okay. I'm going to try to break. That's a goal. Try try to break 144. Then after that, I'm going to break 120. Um, Give me two months in between getting double par and then breaking 120. And then after I break 120, my goal at that point is to break $100 million from the live tour and just sell out immediately to saudi arabia so that's i've been watching the, the special on netflix my goal is to take saudi arabian blood money so mbs uh talk to me got a decent sized social following i think we do a little sports podcast You could help them might be good for your exposure mbs if you just want to give me a hundred million dollars guaranteed to be on the live tour i will i will sell out for that i will do Pretty much anything. I'm trying to think what I wouldn't. No, I would. You do need anything.
2: to break seventy though to get on
3: that tour, though. They might just I want don't... him for
2: his Twitter account.
3: Dude. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Bring on the bad boy. I'll be the bad boy of Saudi Arabia. Right. <laughs> um,
0: it's funny. It's funny you bring up the live tour because Brian and I were talking about that a little earlier. I, I've been watching the the same Netflix show, and basically. They all kind of dance around it, but the reality with the, the, the PGA players going to live is everybody's got a price. And we are experiencing that now in Washington. Yesterday, I think, was one of the most exciting days for the franchise in a while with the introductory press conference of Eric Biennemi. And then in the hours since, all of a sudden you've got a lot of reporting about Jeff Bezos potentially trying to buy the commanders. Mm-hmm. And that's been a ton of speculation so far, but now we at least have the first bit of what appears to be concrete information that bezos has hired a firm now let's be clear about the language the post use to evaluate a possible bid that doesn't mean he's buying them but he's evaluating right
3: yeah but well, it also happens to be the the same firm that conducted the last two sales in exactly. the NFL. so if you're jeff bezos and you're serious about buying a team that's probably going to be the the organization that you bring in to to help you out and and do it and i've been saying this about bezos for a while because yeah he didn't he didn't participate in that first round of bids uh, when, like, Bank of America, like, respectfully requested that everybody get their bids in by the end of December or whatever. Bezos knows that he truly has F.U. money, where he can just be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that, but you give me a couple months and then I'll just give you more money and then it'll be my team. He, he doesn't have to, like, play by anybody else's rules. So I think it's real. I Just, like, reading the tea leaves, I don't, I, I don't think that he would be going through. If you're Jeff Bezos – you don't go through all these motions and uh, get all your ducks in a row to be told, no, you're not going to buy this team. You know, I'm pretty sure that, that it's going to end up being his. And uh, I, I'm listen, anybody, but Dan Snyder, I don't know much about Jeff Bezos, the individual uh, besides what I've read about. Actually, he's connected to Saudi Arabia too. That's maybe the funniest thing about, about Jeff Bezos. Uh, Not a lot of people realize this, but when he got his divorce a few years ago, it's because he was hanging out with the crown prince of saudi arabia mohammed bin salman right and mohammed bin salman sent him a link on whatsapp and jeff bezos that's crazy tapped the link like they said he got his whatsapp number they connected privately behind the scenes bezos clicked the link that mbs sent him and that link ended up downloading all the stuff on jeff bezos's phone and sending it to saudi arabia including some of the nudes and some of the text messages that MBS then leaked to the press that ended up getting Jeff Bezos divorced. It's crazy, like, <laughs> like the connection that was made there. But uh, that's kind of like near, he, neither here nor there when it comes to the commanders. But I do think that the uh, – I think Jeff Bezos is going to end up being the guy, and I'm, I'm all for it because, listen, we've got – there's no salary cap with coaches. There's no salary cap when determining – We're not looking at, right at the main facility, thing yeah. for
2: this whole thing. His girlfriend sat there and said, I love football. And whatever man wants to do, give their girlfriend what they like. And his gift to her will be, here's your football team. <laughs> I mean, what a gift. I'll take he, it. He, he's getting that football team because he got to make sure she's happy.
3: I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, happy, happy wife, happy life. Whatever it takes. Listen, I, God bless the broken road that will lead us to Dan Snyder getting the hell out of town for the rest of my life. Uh, I'm curious to hear your guys' thought. Um, me and Florio have been cooking a little bit on this Lamar Jackson thing, and part oh, of it God. might be wishful thinking. <laughs> Part of it might be wishful thinking. Actually, like 99% of it might be wishful thinking.
0: I don't. I doubt B. Mitch has heard this because B. kind of doesn't listen to that. But <laughs> g- g- give B. your Lamar theory.
3: Okay, so no, that's a very diplomatic way of saying B. Mitch is too smart to ever entertain the, the junk circus that runs through your head, BFC. <laughs> uh, and I, I tend to agree with you, but it's my conspiracy that I've been working on in conjunction with Mike Florio, uh, where... Uh, if you think about where Lamar is at in his contract, and he's at a point where he's either going to get franchise tagged or they're going to sign him to an extension or he's going to be a true free agent. Those are kind of the three options right now. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like they're going to give him an extension. I don't think that they're pretty – it sounds like they're pretty far apart on that. I don't think that they're going to let him walk into free agency. That it makes no sense. So that leaves us with a franchise tag they put the franchise tag, the non-exclusive one, which would be like $33 million, something along those lines. And any team would be able to uh, trade for him for, for two first-round picks and then sign an extension if Lamar wanted to sign that offer sheet. Uh, so my theory is that Eric Bieniemy leaving Kansas City makes no sense. It makes no sense for him to leave Kansas City to come to the Washington Commanders, leaving Patrick Mahomes in a great, set up that he has there to come to the commanders that don't have a plan for quarterback. We say Sam Howe, right? And I, I thought Sam Howe looked great in his one start that he made, but the reality of the situation is I can't trust Ron Rivera to be like, I love Sam Howe when he didn't start Sam Howe until he was kind of forced to in the last week of the season. How much can he possibly love the guy that he didn't even trust enough to start over Heineke or Wentz until the last week of the season? So that's, that's like a, a smoke screen that he's putting up there. I don't think that he actually is in love with Sam Howe. Uh, I, so to get the enemy into town, to get him away from like a sure following situation, this yet, mm-hmm. All right. to get, to get the enemy into town, away from a sure as surefire of a situation as you can possibly have in the NFL, when it comes to setting yourself up for success with Patrick Mahomes, as your quarterback and the chiefs offense, he's in a perfect spot. He leaves there to come to maybe the most dysfunctional franchise in all of sports with no plan at quarterback whatsoever makes no sense why he would do that. Uh, obviously he's tried to interview for head coaching positions and that hasn't worked out elsewhere, but he's also would have he would have had the opportunity to take other offensive coordinator positions um, that came with that increase in pay and the assistant head coach title. Those options have been out there for him and he hasn't taken them. But he took the one to DC. Again, makes no sense why unless Ron Rivera told him throughout this courtship process that they've had that here's our plan for quarterback. And I might be wrong about who that quarterback's going to be, but it seems like they're going to make a big move at the quarterback position. And here's the kicker, okay? Dan Snyder, he's on his way out. We know that. At least we hope it. Dan Snyder would send the biggest FU to the NFL owners who have been trying to get him out if he got Lamar Jackson and gave him a massive fully guaranteed contract. That's exactly what the owners hate about the Deshaun Watson contract. They're mad at the Browns for that. They don't want that to happen with Lamar. But Dan Snyder on his way out, two middle fingers in the air, boom, here's $260 million fully guaranteed to Lamar Jackson. Now all you other owners have to deal with that after the fact. That's the new market rate. That would be the massive double middle finger that Dan Snyder wants to give to his fellow owners on the way out the door. But wouldn't Plus, he have
2: to put that $260 million up front?
3: I don't. That's that's a, a good question. I don't know if you're getting paid like seven. If you're about to get a seven billion dollar uh, paycheck from from Jeff Bezos, you could you could probably swing that money. And I think that Dan Snyder does have, like he would he would absolutely pay two hundred sixty million dollars just to, just to piss off the other owners. PFC, I I love
0: you and I love <laughs> the theory. Right? How, how much do you actually believe that? Because I
3: I don't. I'm at like I've talked myself up to sixty percent. So <laughs> I started I started at ten, and I've talked myself into. it. But think about it this way: what are way. you, it is, what are it you would at? Be uh,
2: I'm not very high. I just but think, think that, this, that that listen, we are hearing about all this stuff falling apart all over this place. You think it's about going now? Go give spend $260 dollars.
3: Listen, he he would also Snyder would set himself up for his legacy after he left the team, right? Everyone hates him. He knows everyone hates him. But what would happen if he brought Lamar Jackson here and Lamar Jackson was good and got the team back to being relevant again? People would have to be like, that was a good move that Dan Snyder made at the end of his tenure. And he won't have to stick around. He won't have to pay for it. It'll be... Just I just let me dream. Why won't you let me... I, I'm all for the dream. One? I just... <laughs> I, we'll see what happens. I,
0: dude, I, here's what I can tell you. Being out there and having... Some on the record conversations. We're actually going to run my interview with Eric Bieniemy here in a few minutes, where I asked him about Sam Howell and talking with people there. I really think they're going to go with Sam. Um, I I don't know what's going to happen with Lamar, but I don't think it involves Baltimore or Washington, rather. Um,
3: okay, all right. Well, I might be wrong about who it's going to be, but there. I I think that we have something else planned at the quarterback position besides Sam Howell. I just get I get that feeling based on what Rivera said in the past about Sam Howell. And I, I it like would be Sam very Howell, out of
0: character for them to really actually give a young kid a chance. That, that rarely happens
3: here. <laughs> 100%. That, that's true. I'll tell you what. So I'm going to be at the Combine next week. We're going to interview Adam Schefter again. We have an annual sit-down with Schefter. And last year at, at that interview, he started telling me, like, what if the commanders got Carson I Wins? remember he, that, dude. Remember and that? you were like, no way. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, literally, like, no way, please, God, no, dear God, no, <laughs> and he was—he kept saying it, and he knew what was going to happen the entire time. He was just messing with me about it. I'm interested to see what little nuggets he drops in that interview because he knows—he knows what the plan's going to be in DC. He knows something that we don't know right now. I, and I, so, I almost I, think Schefter knows
0: what's going to happen with
3: ownership. Like,
0: forget quarterback. I yeah. bet he knows. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. the one. Force dude. him on the
2: ownership thing over the quarterback thing because I think you are a little off on the quarterback thing.
3: Oh, well, I listen, I can't I just write fan fiction in the offseason, <laughs> It um, it makes sense on paper. Like, okay, here's what's actually going to happen. We're probably going to end up getting Geno Smith, okay? And then I'll and then I'll have to be like, okay, I'll talk myself into Geno Smith this offseason. But just d- for a couple of weeks, I just want to fantasize about like I am going to do all the photoshops of Lamar Jackson in a Commanders uniform. You're I'm going to look at Photoshopper those too. I, I, I can't take full credit for that. We've got Shane. He works for, for part of my take. And his job recently has just been to spend uh, two hours a piece making these really intricate photoshops just to entertain us, just so that me and Big Cat can, can look at him like that meme of Wolverine laying down in bed looking at his picture frame. That's what <laughs> we've been doing. This is how we entertain ourselves in the offseason, you know? So let me ask you
0: this, something that actually happened that we don't have to debate the plausibility of, Eric Bieniemy's press conference yesterday. I imagine mm-hmm. you you watched parts or, or some of it. Um, h- how excited are you for the energy, the strate- strategic value? How excited are you that Eric Bieniemy has
3: landed in Washington? I'm very excited. If we can get, like, 50% of the creativity of the Chiefs offense, I'll be very happy, very, very happy with that. So if our offense looks somewhat similar to, you know, the Giants had a touch of that last year, too, with Kafka. They ran some, like, Chiefs plays. uh, Obviously didn't have, like, the talent level that the Chiefs have. But their offense was creative, and it was fun to watch. And it's been a while since we've had, like, a really uh, creative offense here in D.C. That's no disrespect to Scott Turner. I love Scott. I like Scott, Uh, and
0: I thought he did a pretty good job. But that doesn't mean Eric can't do better.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Eric is going to bring some, some of that creativity. And also, I've heard he's just like a hard-nosed dude. I've heard he's a, a guy that he, he will get respect out of his players and he'll coach him up hard. So uh, I I think a change was definitely needed. I think, you know, we just we, – we needed to go in a different direction. And so I'm, I'm so excited that we got the enemy. I think that, you know, I'm going to just start going with the take that Patrick Mahomes is as a system quarterback and we got the system. So now Sam Howell has a Patrick Mahomes-type future loading right now for him. And again, this is another one of my little delusional things that I have to tell myself. But, uh, yeah, he is the system. We got the system. You like to go all the way in, I'll tell you. I mean, I have to. I, there's <laughs> nothing else that I have. We just traded away Dmitry Orlov. The Caps are giving up. Dude, we have uh, Garden Hathaway
0: on the show every week, exist. and they didn't even call us before they traded him.
3: That's messed up, man. That's messed he up. Piss so, us off right there. Who is who's still on the team from the Stanley Cup championship? It's Kuzi, Ovi, Oshie, Ovi Mackey, Wilson, Wilson yeah. Backstrom, Lars Eller. Is it Mojo still there? Right. I don't know. I, th- I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it's few and far between right now. So they,
0: they traded Orloff and Garnet, but they I think Johansson's still on the team, right? And he was on the Cup team, I believe.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he was okay. Um, there's one, but I. I, uh, it feels it, farther it, it, and
0: farther it, ago, man.
3: It does, and it wasn't that long ago. It was, you know, five years, but time flies, and uh, I, I guess we're rebuilding right now with the Caps, which we do need to rebuild. We've we It seems like we've been buyers at the trade deadline for a while, and we've just had teams that get us nowhere. Um, so unless Tom Wilson is back to Tom Wilson form, Backstrom's back to his old self, I don't see a, a reason for us to really go all in this season. But I will say, like our goaltending's good enough to the point where, if we just if we get into the playoffs, he could get hot and we could win, you know, a series or two. He's good enough to do that, but um, it's it's just it's probably not the year for us. So now I I, I got to figure out where I'm going to be uh, where I'm going to be putting my emotions and uh, and who I'm going to be rooting for for the rest of the spring and the summer because I mean the put Wizards. All, okay, put all that energy no
0: into your golf game, dude. Maybe you'll be breaking one ten before you know it.
3: Yeah. That's a, that's a good point,
2: yeah. i on me.
0: Let me ask you one more thing, and we're talking with our friend PFT Commenter, the world-famous Pardon My Take podcast. I'm actually going to ask you two more things because there's one thing I'm very confused about. But it doesn't sound like – I clarify for me. Are you not interested in the Commanders rolling into the season with Sam Howell as QB1, or are you just expecting them to do something else?
3: I, I like Sam Howell. I don't know if I'm excited about Sam Howell yet, I like him. I, I think that he – well, I know that he was supposed to be a first-round pick uh, until he went back to UNC for his last season. He had a great year before that. And then he kind of fell off a little bit. I've watched him play for a while. He's a good quarterback. I like him. I definitely do. But I just – I don't see – it's more about the fact that I don't believe that Rivera is excited about him. And the reason I don't believe that Rivera is excited about him is because he had all year to be excited about him and put him in a position mm-hmm. to get on the field, and he didn't. And so what's changed in the last month where all of a sudden he's like, I love, I love this guy, Sam Howell, you know, like has he had a great series of workouts in January? I don't, I don't know what could have happened in that time span for him to change his mind about him. That's fair. I do. I I like Sam Howell. I do. But to be totally honest, I I'm not excited about Sam Howell because it seems like a big, big roll of the dice.
0: I I agree agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Also, Mojo was not on the cup team. He left the Caps in 18, or in 17, rather, and then came back, like, five years later. Um, so, even fewer guys that were here for the cup run. Um, I, I think that's fair about Howell. Uh, last thing, and, and you mentioned this on, air, on on your podcast a few times, I, I understood that Big Cat was moving back to Chicago. Are you moving to Chicago?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm moving to Chicago. In- wow. Uh, in June, I'm actually going out there in two weeks, going to look at some houses and, and try to put an offer down. Yeah. Congrats, man. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited to get out of New York. You know, like anyone out there that's lived in New York, I, I understand why people love it here. I get it. I get why people love it. I don't love it. I it's, it's fine. It's nice. I like it. It's been a good time, but you know, I, I would like to have more than 500 square feet and maybe a yard so I can get a dog. So
2: um, <laughs> I'm
3: ready to get out of the city uh, and, and get somewhere where things are a little bit more affordable and I can stretch my legs a little bit. But, yeah, I'm going to be heading to Chicago this summer. A bunch of us from the office, our, our entire podcast is heading yeah, out Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't that's realize cool. all
0: you guys are going. Congratulations, man. That'll be great.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a very fun time. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting fat in the Midwest. That's what I'm really – this is, this is going to be the fat era. For for me, uh, you're gonna put an A in between the F and the T of my name. So we're gonna head out there, and have a good time, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about it. Just a change of scenery is good, you know. Variety is a spice of life. Yeah, I, I uh,
0: Chicago's a great city, and I, I didn't know. So thank you for clarifying. Thank you for making time for us, always, man. Right, we sincerely appreciate it. Of course,
3: guys. You guys have a good weekend.
0: Thank all right, you, thanks. That's the legendary PFT commenter. Don't go anywhere. You're gonna hear from Eric enemy next.